Good morning, evening, afternoon, whenever you're watching this Brujas, and welcome back to another episode of Cold Brew for the Brujas. As usual, it's your girl Moki, the Pastel Bruja, aiding you on your spiritual journey, one pastel post, podcast, YouTube video at a time, however I can get it to y'all. How are y'all doing today? Welcome to the beginning of a brand new week, if you are listening to this on Monday. Hope August has been treating you well so far. Hope the year has been treating treating you well so far. And yeah, grab your tea, grab your coffee, grab your iced coffee, your lemonade, your sweet tea, whatever it is you're sipping on this morning, afternoon, or evening. And I hope it's as delicious as this podcast episode and vice versa. Also, I don't know why I always say good morning, evening, afternoon when it definitely doesn't go in that order, but it just sounds so much nicer and that's just how it comes out so we're gonna roll with it anyway i just thought about that today because i recorded this like this intro part like five times already but hopefully that's not a signifier for what the week is gonna be it's just there was a lot of background noise each time i tried to record like a bird that is in my chimney so hopefully everything is quiet you might occasionally hear the tweets i'm sorry but I have birds in my chimney and there's there's nothing I can do about it so so yeah um when I when they came to do an inspection totally random story when they came to do an inspection of my house they were they were like oh yeah there's birds in there like pretty much they can't come into the house because there's like a little gate there and that stops them from being able to come, come all the way down but they pretty much have made a nest on that gate and they're not really hurting anybody it's not like i use the fireplace so they're not really doing anything and they said they're going to come check again when they do the next inspection it's not bad it's just randomly we get these tweeting spells and at this point it doesn't really phase the dogs anymore but when it first started happening it would freak them out but that's what i'm dealing with this morning occasionally it will get them stirred up because it does sound like it's in the house sometimes i forget and i'm like did a bird get in here but moving on today we're talking about my spiritual journey and i also want to give you some tips and tricks because i did a podcast episode i believe it was the first ever podcast episode which is about my journey with tarot and how I started and where I was at that point. And I wanted to talk to you guys about a few things because look at Moki being organized. I wrote down what I wanted to talk about so that hopefully this podcast episode isn't forever in a day. But I wanted to talk about how I've progressed or changed in my spiritual journey. I wanted to also talk about how I regressed and how i've stayed stagnant because that's not always talked about you know people always want to talk about growth and moving forward but sometimes you get stuck or you go a little backwards and that's okay so i also wanted to talk about tips and tricks well not really tricks but things you can do when you are feeling stagnant in your spiritual journey or you know just feeling like you're not doing as much as you would like because there's no pressure to do all of the things and that is something that i've seen coming up a lot in the witchy community about how witchy influencers really promote this you need to have this and you need to have this lifestyle and 
I really thought about that and I was like, well, do I do that? And I think that it's important to say that everyone's craft is different. And I don't necessarily tell you guys ever, you need this, but it's more, I use this and this is what I do. And my craft just so happens to be very aesthetic 50, 55, 60% of the time. It's just how I do things. I am a very visual person. So when I can see something and I like to see something, I'm more like prone to work with it, especially in my craft when it comes to things like manifestation boxes and my money bowl and things like that. So know your craft doesn't have to be pretty. You don't have to buy every witchy item. You don't need a cauldron. You don't need all of these crystals and stuff. But if you want them and you like them and that's what you feel drawn to, go for it because I'm right there with you. <laughs> and that's also the point of my air quotes platform that I want you to realize that witchcraft can be whatever you want it to be because as I've mentioned numerous times on the podcast and elsewhere, witchcraft tends to have like this dark aesthetic where it's like blacks and purples and even Halloween time, you know, like it's those colors and sometimes it really, really gets to me because during Halloween I'm like, I want all the spooky stuff, but this is not my color palette, you know what I mean? Like just because something is witchy does not mean it has to be dark, it has to be mysterious. There are witches out there like myself that use a brighter aesthetic, a colorful aesthetic, and incorporate color into their craft, which I have talked to you about. There's a whole podcast about incorporating color into your witchcraft. You can go listen to that. I've rambled on enough, but I wanted to make sure the key points. So the first point is how I've progressed or changed. So when I first started reading tarot, I want you to remember I was very young and I I was about 14, 15 when I officially got my own deck and it wasn't like reading with playing cards or my grandmother's like old cards. Um, it just that's when my grandma gave me my first Rider Waite deck and I was like, okay, this was official. And when I got that, I used it for about a year and then I was just like, I don't, it wasn't, it wasn't, I don't want to do this, but I just wasn't focused on it. I was just like, okay, this is my deck. It's here. I read a few friends and then I really took it seriously in college because a friend of mine was going through something and she was going to pay or had actually paid for, no, that's a different, that was a different situation. Um, but she was going to pay for a reading and I had mentioned my grandmother and myself as well. And then I read and then I started reading people like that. Uh, I didn't live on campus that long, so I didn't read that many people on campus. So I started reading in person in my neighborhood, not just like random people, but my friends and friends of friends, you know, things like that. So when I first started, I say all that to say when I first started, I didn't really trust my own intuition when it came to readings. I always have a, had a book nearby. And even now to this day, I have a book. Like even if I do a reading with a client, if you've booked a reading with me before, whether it's a video reading or 
before when I was doing in-person readings, which I promise are coming back soon, okay? I just, I have to figure it out and I have so much other stuff to figure out, so bear with me. I know a lot of my local fam has been waiting for in-person readings and I just don't have the time right now and I don't have anywhere to read, so I'm working on, I'm working on it. I really want to say by the fall, by October, I'll be doing in-person readings, hopefully by September, but, but we'll see how it goes, especially with how things are coming for full circle with coronavirus, and I'm feeling like reading in public spaces like cafes and things like that are going to be more difficult. I don't want to implement something and then have to just take it down because things are going back to the way they were. So hopefully they'll be happening soon. We'll just have to see what happens. So anyway, we, me, I'm now trusting my own interpretations of the cards, which is something that I spoke to you guys about before, is that it's one thing to go by the book, but once you start pulling these cards repeatedly over and over, you kind of can get a vibe of what this card means for you personally, and you can use those interpretations in your readings for other people. And that's something that I didn't allow myself to do when I first started reading in high school. It's the only thing I did because, to be honest, I was trying to be a bit of a show-off. I went to a Catholic school, and tarot was very taboo, and I was kind of like, air quotes, badass for bringing tarot decks into school and you know, doing that sort of thing, uh, and I just wanted to show off that I can do it without the book, and so I really relied on myself when I was doing that, but as I got older, I kind of, like, started to, like, not doubt myself, but wanted to be able to provide, like, deeper meaning, and I felt like I couldn't do it just with my intuition, and now I'm just, like, a lot of times... I really hope I let that mosquito because there's like two mosquitoes in here. But a lot of times I will say something about a card and then I'll be like, oh, well, let me read the book. And then it'll basically be the same thing, but more personal, you know? So just trust, your takeaway from that is just to trust what you think about the cards. Like if you have a feeling about a card, like if you pull the Empress and you're like, okay, for me personally, this means that I need to focus, I need to get on my phone and make uh, decisions, call the shots, litigate if I need to, whatever the case may be, then that is your meaning. Don't let anyone be like, no, that's wrong. You can be like, no, that's not what the book says, but that's what this means for me. And that's perfectly fine. And that's something that even I, being a tarot reader for however many freaking years, I don't even know how old am I. <laughs> I'm 25, I'll be 26 in October. Yeah. So I've been reading for 12 years. Yeah, because I'm reading at 14. We'll we'll just say we'll say 10 because like I said, I didn't really start taking it seriously until like I was going to college. So around that time. But still, I still am learning and still learning to trust myself and realize that my intuition my intuition does play a big part in what these cards are saying to me. Another thing that I have changed and kind of like air quotes progress i don't really consider it the first part of it progress but one thing i've changed is buying less tarot decks 
it, I don't know if you remember last year, it seemed like every month I was doing a tarot unboxing. Every week I was doing a tarot unboxing. I was also winning a few tarot decks through giveaways. So it was like I always had a new deck. I bought my first deck, which was the Unicorn Crystal Tarot deck, which is one that I don't use anymore. For like just personal reasons, I don't really resonate with it. I've never really resonated with the meanings of the like the guidebook but the art was pretty so i kind of based that that deck when i do use it i use my own interpretations in my own guidebook that i have i've shown you it's on my youtube channel the, my book of shadows and then i will call from other guidebooks because for me personally the deck is just a little too love and light and i think i've given this tip before where if you if you're unsure if a deck is a little bit too toxically positive and i do want to say that the unicorn crystal tarot deck isn't it's not like super it's just a little too positive for me i always like to when i'm looking at a new deck if i have the luxury of seeing it in person i always like to open it flip to the guidebook immediately flip to the tarot i mean to the tarot to the tower and see what the interpretation is and i know i've said this before in another podcast if it's too like oh my god love and light and change is coming and it's a blessing without telling you like all of the crap and bs that is going to come from it you might want to like second guess it okay not that the tower is a bad card i personally don't think it's a super bad card but it is a emotional card a stressful card because it is talking about change but it's going to take a lot of breaking down to get there and even though breaking down and removing and getting rid of stuff is good it doesn't always feel good in the moment and so that's why i say the tower that never feels good in the moment but overall it is a good card but back to the main focus i've been buying less tarot decks and trying to connect more with the ones i've already owned uh, i have at least five or six tarot decks and a few oracle decks and some of them i barely even use and i think it's important some people are just collectors i am becoming a collector but i do still like to establish some sort of spiritual relationship or connection with my deck so i have been going through and using some of the ones that i don't use as often and one i haven't used at all is the tarot cats deck that I wanted to give away and the artwork is so cute it's just not really my aesthetic to use often on Instagram and things like that so I find myself using it for more personal readings and readings with clients and stuff because I do want to establish that bond with it and that's kind of the only points of how I've progressed or changed which we're gonna give myself kudos you know it's a long journey and as Drake said, I've had to have a warrior spirit and <laughs> okay. Anyway. <laughs> I've had to have a warrior spirit and it's been a long fight, so okay, so moving on to how I've regressed. I just put something in my eye and I think it's essential oils because I was doing stuff in the studio before I recorded this, but hopefully I don't burn my eyes out. I should be good though. This will be the test. If my curtains are over, I say flips up. No, it stopped burning. But it's honestly not even the oils I use for my candles. It's some of the ones I took from my grandma, and those are the real deal. So they burn a little, not gonna lie. 
But <clears throat> anyway, now one way that I've like regressed that I'm not too happy with is that I've stopped reading myself personally. And I think that that's stunted my growth because like I said, when I read myself, I tend to really trust my intuition and go all out. And I kind of just, once I ask one question, I keep going. And recently I've kind of just been using it in like emergency air quotes situations when I just need an immediate answer and I just need the guidance when I feel like I should at least be trying to do this on a regular basis, maybe not daily, because when I do a card pull for the for the collective for you guys, I do include myself in that. And sometimes I'll pull that card and when I'm putting my cards away one will fall out or I'll be like, Well let me pull one for me personally. But I do want to start incorporating like a weekly reading for myself every Sunday or Monday or whatever the case may be because I think that it will help me grow my skills and also give a girl a little bit of insight because recently we feel a little bit stagnant which is what we're going to move into and one thing I think we can all relate to is that I haven't really been working on shadow work at all and I think a lot of us think we know what shadow work is, but we don't really. So that's something I'm going to focus on in the next coming months because I know it's going to be a process. But I really want to start doing shadow work because I know a lot of people who have successfully done the work and healed from it. And I think that it's something that I now need to, I need to work on. So, um... Uh, Another thing is not using oracle decks. I have about like three because I love the art, but I don't use them as much as I used to. And I think that oracle is another great way to grow your intuition because a lot of these oracle decks don't have guidebooks. And if they do, they're not as concrete as tarot guidebooks are. And not that tarot is concrete, but you know what I mean, that structure. And one thing I like with like the Starlight Tarot and decks like that is that they kind of give you ways on how to incorporate this into your day instead of just like this is what it is and then you figure it out which is kind of tarot but some of these oracle decks are like okay let's just say feeling stagnant is, is the card you know like okay well cleanse your space or remove n negative energy or you know and it's like easier to like okay well this is what I need to do today than pulling the freaking I don't want to use one that I just used but instead of using pulling the hierophant I'm not that oh, I hate the hierophant that is my least favorite card in the deck I've mentioned this before it just every time that card pops up I'm just like oh my god but you know why because I think the hierophant to me reflects shadow work like having to give yourself that structure why are all these bugs messing with me today there's a mosquito, now there's a little tiny spider. It's because I had this back door open and I'm sitting like right near the back door, but one of those tiny jumping spiders. If you guys don't know, I have arachnophobia, but I am kind of getting over it. I feel like I haven't had a choice since I moved to North Carolina because I will be living in constant fear, but it's the big ones that I don't like. These little jumping ones, as long as they mind their business, very cool but the big ones mm -mm, no don't like them if you saw my instagram story a few days ago i have a huge garden spider in my yard in my front yard i'm not i'm not dealing with it and you want to know what the crazy thing is my spirit animal is a spider and 
I've heard that that's commonly the case, that it's commonly the animal you're most afraid of. So there's always freaking spiders. Even when I lived in New York, in the city, there's always freaking spiders around me. And I'm just like, I don't like spiders. Yesterday, there was a whole freaking, like, daddy long leg spider. Like, but it was thick. And I'm just like, I'm gonna die. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a heart attack. And this jumping one is just pushing my boundaries right now. Just, just don't come any closer. Oh, see? Okay, we're just gonna politely move the podcast over a little. So, what was I saying? So yeah, I feel like I can really grow my intuition using the Oracle deck. So I'm gonna try to use those more in the coming months, weeks, days. Um, and also just, like I said, becoming more confident in my abilities, trust my intuition with my clients and not have to always resort to the guidebook and just being more confident in in-person readings because as much as I can say that it really does, the factor of time and space is impending me doing in-person readings, there is a level of like confidence of like, it's different when I get a set of questions and can ask it in my own time and just vibe with myself and having that person in front of you and even when I've, I've been in person readings before it's never that bad but I always feel like it's gonna be a mess and like people might get angry or whatever and being the anxious social anxiety filled person I am it always just makes me like oh, I do going through this place so <laughs> I need to work on that so those are really my tips for like what I'm going to be, tips, those are really my key points of what I'm going to be focusing on changing and what I've acknowledged that I have changed. Oh, we love when a spider just vanishes, don't we? So we're going to wrap this up so I can get up out of here, but <laughs> I wanted to give some tips for what you can do when you are feeling stagnant, whether in life or in your spiritual journey. And they're really simple tips that can be applied to both my closeted witches and my open witches so if you have been feeling a little bit stuck or stagnant or feel like there's just been a little bit of funky musty energy around you recently this part of the podcast is for you because i'm right there with you so one thing you want to do is clean cleanse your space and i'm not talking about the generic sage whatever i'm talking about cleaning your house getting rid of junk um about to do that today and tomorrow for my days off i'm going to be de-junking and doing a bit of fall spring cleaning you know what i mean just getting rid of stuff getting ready to get ready for the cooler months the spookier months my favorite months my birthday month so it's a really good time to start preparing especially as the fall equinox is next month so we want to start preparing for that and that also is a good time to cleanse and clean your space. So I always like to do like a deep clean way before the equinox so that when equinox time comes, I can kind of focus on just doing the basics and tidying up and bringing in that fall decor. So that's the plan. Obviously, I'm going to have to clean up multiple more times (laughs) before the equinox, but I'm going to do a deep clean and just get rid of funky energy today because... You know, the new moon was yesterday. We also have this like lion's gate, so the energy is still like around until the 12th. And I want to have that fresh energy in here. So that's something you can do when you're feeling stuck. 
You can also do an aura cleanse, one way that my boss Ashley taught me, the spider had reappeared, so I'm more comfortable. Um, one way for you to cleanse your aura is you can take a selenite stick, wand, tower, whatever you have, and just simply take it like Disney Channel style around your body <laughs> and just imagine it as like a magnet collecting all of the funky, musty, remnants you know they might not even be funky and musty but they might just belong to someone else and just be messing your stuff up of anyone else's aura energy that is sticking on you especially if you're someone that's like me that works in like retail or works with people you're gonna have remnants of their energy and stuff on you when you're you know dealing with them so closely or especially when you have people that are coming to you asking you for help and guidance with their spiritual journey with their life so you pick that stuff up and i'm not saying that in a negative way i'm saying it in general they're not like purposely like inflicting this on you but when you're dealing with people in general like even if you're a healthcare worker or someone on the front lines like an emt a firefighter etc you want to be cleansing your org regularly because you're dealing with people a lot as opposed to someone who's working from home right now and they're working remotely and doesn't really come in contact with anyone other than their family members. Yes, they still want to cleanse their energy and they probably want to cleanse their family members' energy too, but they don't have to be as on top of it as us who are dealing with people every day. So, like I said, you can take a little selenite, pretend it's a little magnet, collecting all the little iron particles of other people's funky must be not supposed to be their energy and just getting it out of you getting it off of you you can do the same thing by burning crystals burning crystals wow burning <laughs> herbs around you clean cleansing yourself with the smoke you can grid yourself oh spider disrespectful now you're too close um cleansing yourself by gridding yourself with crystals like putting crystals on the floor just laying under them, which is something I've been wanting to try for a while, but I have too many dogs, and they always want to get in the mix, so I'm going to try to just, like, kick them all out of one room one day and do it, but, um, that's something you can do. You can always do the regular, uh, saging, burning lavender, rosemary, eucalyptus, whatever is your herb of choice, and cleansing your home, your body, your office, whatever it is you want to cleanse, in your space you can also bring in some selenite every fucking where um one thing another thing my boss ashley taught me is to put it in your window seals i the seals your window sills and i've done that in my office but i think i'm gonna pick up a few more pieces to put in like every possible window window sill that the dogs won't freaking rip it out of but um that's something you can do you can bridge your house you, but my number one, I always feel a lot better when I cleanse my space, literally, physically, just getting rid of stuff, mopping the floor, wiping things down, it totally makes a difference. And that doesn't really require much witchery, if you know what I mean. You can always amplify your, your cleaning products by adding like crystal chips to your mop water or putting them in your spray bottle. You can do the same thing with essential oils and herbs i wouldn't recommend putting in spray bottles because i've had bad experience with them clogging <laughs> the spray bottles but um you can do it with your mop water or if you want to just get a bucket and a rag you can do that 
there's multiple ways to incorporate crystals and herbs into your cleaning if you guys want me to talk more about that please let me know i will be happy to make a video about that but um yeah that's pretty much it if those are all my tips and tricks i hope they were helpful to y'all i hope you found this podcast insightful in knowing that your spiritual journey will not be linear you won't always go forward sometimes you'll go a little bit backwards sometimes you'll stay exactly where you are and that's perfectly fine you just have to make the choice to continue to grow and it's all on you and all on your time so there's absolutely no rush you can just keep going keep growing know that i'm rooting for you all of the witches in the coven are rooting for you and if you ever need any help or advice please feel free to message me on instagram or wherever else you can um instagram is probably the easiest way but i'm more than happy to help witches who are feeling a little stuck or need a little help on their journey that's what the coven is for so i love y'all all thank you guys for listening for so freaking long i don't know what i would do without y'all literally in the last time i spoke to y'all i think the podcast had just reached maybe 300 and now we're at 310 maybe i did mention this in the last podcast i don't know but i love you so much thank you for your support of the content and the shop and just me in general and thank y'all so much and i will see y'all back here on the podcast next monday and i will see you throughout the week everywhere else content is picking up its regular schedule this podcast will be going up a little bit later than usual but it will still be up on monday we'll have a video tuesday we'll have a vlog on sunday <clears throat> the whole shebang also the shop is updating this week make sure you follow the shop instagram as of right now it will be on wednesday but i'm feeling like i might push it back to thursday i'm not really sure yet but i will let y'all know over on the shop instagram so make sure you're following me over there you can click the link in the description of this podcast for all the places you can find me on social media and my contents you know wherever you can and also i feel like i might be a broken record with this but i want to let y'all know that you can support the podcast with a monthly donation with starting with as low is 99 cents and just ensuring the future of the podcast and more future episodes and also just helping your girl out because any dollar helps me move forward you know so yeah by no means are you obligated but i feel like it's there i should let y'all know it's there so thank you i have two supporters already so thank you guys and if you wanted to support, I'm pretty sure there's a button somewhere around your screen right now where you can click on it. If not, you can click the little link in the description, click the podcast button, and it will pop up there on the Anchor forum. So I love y'all. Stay beautiful. Keep shining. And like I said, I'll see you throughout the week everywhere else. And I will see y'all back here on Monday. Bye.